Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the lager end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're preparing to annihilate Minute 32, which begins with Peter suggesting that Gary has two pints in the next pub and ends with Gary reminiscing about the time they told Andy he'd been asleep for a year on New Year's Eve, 1990. Mm-hmm. Bit of a uh, bit of a uh, music news out of the way. We uh, we missed this last time with the uh, the uh, the conspiracy homework. But, oh yeah, uh, the, the the music that was playing in the bar in the and the famous cock when Barry Barry when Gary gets uh, <laughs> reminded that he's been barred is "Fool's Gold" by the Stone Roses. Oh, it's this, still happening, right? Isn't it? Isn't it still in this minute or no? Yes, but then there also there's a different song when they're in the the new pub. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, this was released as a uh, this along with the uh, the song "What the World Is Waiting For" was released together as a double A side single on the 13th of November, 1989. Fool's Gold would go on to appear on certain non UK versions of their self titled debut album in 1989. And uh, here's a little fun connective tissue. They actually uh, by they I mean uh, the band. <laughs> uh, the Stone Roses performed this song on top of the pops in November with the Happy Mondays, who also oh. appeared on the World's End soundtrack. Huh. Uh, Fool's Gold also appeared in Guy Ritchie's Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, uh, FIFA 2004, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas soundtrack, and uh, Edgar Wright's World's End. Oh, and Top Spin 3. It was also in Top Spin 3. Top Spin 3. Fool's Gold, kind of a fitting name. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's uh I, I think there's a lot of these songs are they work for um you know, double meaning. Like they, they work because they're like good songs, but then they're also sort of like meaningful to the narrative a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I guess in spe- especially in terms of um uh loaded and uh I'm free. Sure. Um, those two songs in particular, uh, they, I think they literally quote lyrics from it in the movie. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, in fact, I think, I think next week we get, we get the, the, the lyrics quoted from I'm free. Um, so yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. I mean, most of the songs I, I, I would say are good songs in this. Um, in fact, I can't really think of any that I don't like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure some people have uh, opinions about um, the Kylie Minogue song, uh, I would assume, because people always seem to have opinions, hashtag opinions about like pop music. But um, in general, I mean, I think I think all the songs in this in this movie are really good. Right. It's not real unless it's four dudes in their 30s in their garage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Real music stopped when I stopped getting laid. So twenty yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so yeah. Go ahead. The uh, Gary Gary notices the three half drunk pints. Is it three? Let me see. Three. three. Yeah. Three um, dregs. How, dregs. How gross is this to you on a scale of one to ten? Uh, uh, in the current world we're living at, absolutely <laughs> revolting. <laughs> yeah, of course. And dangerous and t- terrifying. <laughs> Practically a death wish. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, I, in I don't, the world of, yeah. And in, in the before times, you know, when, in, when this movie takes place. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, um, it's not, I mean, it's, it's certainly not something that I would like do. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, in terms of uh, dregs, as as they call it overseas, um, but like mm. these leftover drinks, I mean, I I I I am of the opinion of like when you when you share something with someone, right? Mm. Um, 
it's grosser the less there is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like um uh like if somebody like was like, Hey, (laughs) I didn't finish the soup, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like half the soup or three quarters of the soup, I would find that less gross than if it was like a quarter or less soup. Right. Like if someone took like, you know, just say your partner took a bite out of like their sandwich and was like, Oh, actually I hate this, or like, oh, this has a kind of mustard, I don't like the way this tastes. And then right. like you finished it for them and there was like one bite taken out of that's not as gross to you as like if there's like less than half of a sandwich left. Right, right. And so this isn't this isn't like the grossest it could be. If there were like six uh six pints and they all had like an inch of beer in it, that would be like horrifying to me. Yeah. Of um, like how much of that is like backwash or exactly, exactly. Um, whereas at this point I'm like, well, it could be worse is what I'm saying. I guess it's right. still not, it's still gross, but it could be worse, much worse. Yeah. Cause these are, there's a really good shot of all three of them. I would say they're all a little bit under half empty. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit to varying um, degrees. What's so risky about this is that's again, like I, I can't not think in, in 2020 brain anymore. That's yeah. Three different people. Right. You yeah, know, it's it's not one person's one person didn't order three of those pints. That's three different carriers. Yeah, of, of what's weird and bacteria for sure. And what what's especially weird? Well, and like the the thin one, the because there's two imperial yes. pints, and then there's a thin glass, which um I would assume is like whatever the small size is. Like I'm assuming the pint is like the large, mm-hmm. and then if you don't Child want pint. a large. You get like this little guy. Um, the little guy is the grossest of the three for whatever reason. I mean, this is this is <laughs> stupid. It's just visual evidence is all it is. But the small one um, is grosser to me because of the lipstick stain. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then again, then again, you know where not to drink it from. Very so, true. You're like, well, I have to assume that they didn't drink from the side without lipstick. Right. So I'm technically I'm touching untouched glass. Right. So cuz that's the riskiest part about this, right? It's the lip contact. It's not necessarily yeah, I would say so. the it's not necessarily the beer. Right. Cuz there's going to be honestly there's I I would assume in 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 um an open glass situation, I feel like mm-hmm. there's less backwash than if it was like a beer bottle or or even something you would drink it with a straw. You know, right. I feel like there's more room for a backwash situation than it's not like people are just like pouring things into their mouth and then letting it pour oh. back out of their mouth. Yeah. Like, like some kind of like whale in the ocean, <laughs> just like opening up his mouth and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I feel like um, uh, of of the ways to, to, to drink something, I feel like an open glass is probably the best way to uh, drink someone's leftovers, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, all of that being said, I would never, ever do this. No, uh, no. <laughs> never do this. Never, certainly never do this now in the future. No. But, um, never again. <laughs> if, if, we can't, if we can't handshake anymore, we sure as shit can't drink random pints off of tables. Right. Uh, um, but it I does really, it does go to sh- goes to show you like how desperate he is to finish this golden mile properly how much it means to him right right uh you know because like yeah we get it, it, it it's a very adolescent frustration where he's like no we all have to drink a pana the whole thing's fucked like it kind of reminds me of when i was a teenager ceremony was <laughs> scott's gonna laugh at this but ceremony was even more important to me then than it is now in terms of like things, like, I, I, I guess my beer would be movies. Uh huh. So like to me, it used to really matter to me if we were going to like the new Harry Potter movie for like, no, we have to wait in line and then we have to like meet people and like, we can't miss this. We can't miss that. You can't go to the bathroom during the movie, you know, uh-huh. or else the whole thing's fucked. Right. Right. Whereas yeah. like I've towards the end of, the before times I found myself being like, I have to go to the bathroom right now. Eh, yeah. I've yeah. seen thousands of movies. <laughs> yeah. I can fill in the blanks. 
Yeah, the sort of um, religious adherence to to a, a, a like a a, a pattern or you yes. know yeah whatever 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 it is um, just you know this sort of religious adherence to like the rules of, of or the perceived rules of what you've decided. I mean, it's, it's not any different than the people who like wear the same unwashed socks every time their favorite team plays because they won once when they were playing, wearing those socks. Right. And they've right. decided that the, those socks being unwashed is the reason why their team won, which is the stupidest thing that anyone has ever thought, but people think that. Um, like the narrow and, and silver linings playbook, like a very superstitious. Yeah. Story. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Superstition's ridiculous just in general. But right. um, or I guess kind of the nerd equivalent would be like every, it used to be like the every odd number Star Trek movie is going to be bad. Yeah. Right. Until that curse got broken, ironically, by Simon Pegg. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, both times. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I, uh, yeah for sure but then it's also like it is sort of the point like it is why they're out here um at least it's it's certainly why gary's out here uh is to finish the golden mile and yeah if he doesn't um uh if he doesn't drink a pint in every every pub then it's not really the golden mile right and if his whole thing is i have to finish the thing that i didn't get to finish last time like the idea of of already like you know snuffing it on on pub three is a bummer. Like, um, no, yeah, I'm yeah, not doing that. right, right. So I, I I get it. I get what what um I get what the problem is. I think for like going to a Marvel marathon and falling asleep during Thor. Naomi, <laughs> I love watching him drink these drinks though. Oh, it's such a fun wide shot of like the dudes walking. And kind of like oh, I'm hungry. I want to just see him like, rah, rah, just like yeah. And he's just going to town on those drinks, man. Because you don't want to. I mean, you can't. You can't. You, the the best thing you could do is just down those and forget that it happened. Yeah. Um, I'm really digging their uh, their their adult man conversation about like Andy wants food. Stephen's like, oh, as long as it's reasonably healthy, you know. Like, I don't know. I'm a fan of any any moments we get without Gary where they can just kind of like vibe and just sort of yeah be themselves where it's like oh this is what they're like when they're adults <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> look it's grown-ups look grown um, yeah uh yeah actual grown-ups not the movie grown-ups um, you get a little mini lantern hanging with andy bringing up going organic with his wife yeah yeah i do think that the whole organic conversation is interesting because i find that it isn't it isn't as major of a conversation as it used to be. Like it's not like mm. in 2013, people were talking about like, Oh yeah, you should, you should eat organic, et cetera, et cetera. No. And now I feel like it's not like it was almost treated as a diet in 2013. And yeah. now it's not treated that way anymore. It's just like, it's just like a thing that some people do. They just they 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 only get like the organic vegetables or fruits or right. whatever. The uh the free range. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like talked about as if it's like a a choice. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. it's it's just it's not as it's not the nobody makes it as big a deal about it as they did in 2013. Yeah, it's certainly I mean, I when you compare it to the sort of the side conversation of going vegan. Like, right. Organic just seems to be like, oh, I I just make the choice to sort of ask that one extra question of like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm going to actually make my own stuff. I'm going to grow right. my own veg. I'm going to grow my own. I'm going to I'm going to raise my own chickens that will produce eggs that I will then eat. Right. Yeah. But then and then his uh, Andy's. Uh, conversation about the organic like yeah the wife wants to go organic but the problem is I kind of like eating shit <laughs> is is like I mean it, it's it's a weird argument to make because there there are people who seem to believe that eating organic means eating healthy and that's not true <laughs> like you okay, can interesting yeah you can turn you can turn organic stuff into shit like you can like it's not like I, you know, no one's stopping you from frying that stuff, you know. Um, right, that's true. It, 
it doesn't stop it from being organic. It's still organic. You're just you can get organic oil, probably. I don't know. Like you can get organic olive oil and and fry your yeah. uh, your organic jalapeno uh, in in the oil and make organic jalapeno poppers. Like <laughs> it's it, it, it's not sh- it's still shit. You can get organic potatoes and make organic fries That's and a- still fry it, and it's still shit, but it's organic. So like great idea for a cookbook. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like it's just yeah, it's no, it's it doesn't like the it, it's What's this the, weird uh, it's this parlor. weird can yeah it's this weird connection that people have with organic. Yeah. Organic means healthy, and like it sure. doesn't have to. It's like a it's a totally different thing. But I think um, uh, I don't know. I learned a lot about Andy this week, as we'll get to um, uh, uh, in uh, I believe it's either tomorrow or the next tomorrow's minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's minute. In tomorrow's yeah. minute, I have I have some information about Andy, and um, I just I don't think uh like Andy is one of those. Andy's as stubborn, I think, um, as Gary. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think this is sort of like proof of that. It's just that he's stubborn about different things. Right. Like, sure. He's he he's sort of the um. He's sort of the the weirdly like prototypical like you know uh dumb masculine guy like the guy who just like refuses to do healthy things because you know it, it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy and that means it's bad. Yeah. It's like, like oh, I'll yeah. be I'll be eating I'll be eating shit till the day I die. You know like you kind of have like you have your uncle or your granddad right who you know like oh you know you shouldn't be you know, drinking like three cokes at dinner, Grandpa. And it's like, eh, you can only live once. That's what I always say. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's actually surprising that, given his personality, he is sober. Um, mm-hmm. because it really it does it doesn't seem like that's something he would do when sure. he's unless he's he, able to reprogram the stubbornness. Maybe to be about like no, I will not drink because fuck Gary. <laughs> or yeah, like, yeah, I guess that's possible. Maybe his hatred of Gary and the association he has with drinking to Gary is what stops him from drinking. But yeah, he still he still has that sort of stubborn streak. Um, yeah, because like I don't know, something happens to the human brain when we enter when we when we want different stuff. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, like like all of a sudden, like the uh, and I, I have zero experience with. Uh, with like AA or going sober or any of that, but you know the idea of like I'm going to prove to myself or like the phantom version of my wife or my friend Gary that I'm going to like deny that part of myself or I'm going to cut that out of my life because it reminds me of being weak or being lost or hurt or a failure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But the, the the food thing is interesting, you know, because you 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 know you you you've been vegan for about a year now, right? Vegetarian, not vegetarian. Not vegan. Yeah. Okay. Um. And yeah, well, and even and even that, and I I'll I'll admit this here because I I I use I use vegetarian as like a as like a shorthand because I don't want to have to explain what I actually am because <laughs> every time I say the word, people look at me weird because they don't know what it means. But I'm actually pescatarian. I do eat fish. I just don't do it very much. The vegetarian thing is completely dietary. I'm not doing it for moral reasons. Um, so I don't, I don't, more, I don't, yeah. I don't, well, yeah, I mean, it's a big difference, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't moralize, uh, uh, the eating of meat. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't damn people who do eat meat. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's whatever I'm, I'm indifferent to it. I'm doing it for health reasons and health reasons only. And so I do eat fish occasionally, but when I say occasionally, I'm talking like maybe once every two months something like that like it, it's, a, it's not very often at all do you find it being like a special like i'm gonna have a salmon today or is it like oh by happenstance the only thing i have access to is like tuna so i'm gonna eat tuna today i guess uh yeah it's it's a little of both um sometimes yeah. it's special usually if it's special it's because i'm gonna get sushi um okay. 
but uh, uh, sometimes it's just like I mean, especially now, like we go to the grocery store and it's like, oh, they're all out of the all of the vegetarian like meat substitutes or whatever, right. you know. Um, and so yeah. we have a few meals that we can make that are like all vegetables and are still like pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, then we'll get like we might get a salmon and and have that one night. Um, yeah. with like some asparagus or whatever, but, uh, yeah, in general, like I just, I just basically, I stay away from, um, uh, uh, mammal meat. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't eat <laughs> reptile meat either, but you know, but when's the last time that was on sale, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't eat, uh, I don't eat, uh, you know, chicken, turkey. Um, I don't eat, uh, red meat, obviously pork, sure. any of anything like that. Red, yeah, well, red meat's what the, you should be eating the least of. Right, right. Dietarily. Right. Um then, unless uh, you the, unless you believe what the uh what the the at beef on Twitter uh has to say about the matter. <laughs> I'm not familiar um, with at beef. Yeah, there's a there's a uh there's a like beef has their uh Twitter handle and it's yeah. um people are like following it because like it's one of those like, you know, <laughs> like funny capitalism things where like stickums. Yeah, right. It's like sort of like that. And so like people get a kick out of it. But I'm just like, guys, they they these these are literally this is run by the same people who like, you know, uh pay off politicians to tell us how healthy beef is when it's not at all. Right. So um what are you gonna do? One of the anyway. four horsemen and thank you for smoking. Yeah, right, exactly. Bring, yeah, it was, a, wasn't it? Right, because it, it was Maria Bello was Maria Bello was it was it was guns, tobacco, guns. yeah, beef and alcohol. David Keckner was guns. I think Maria Bella was alcohol. Aaron Eckhart was tobacco, of course. There had yeah. to have been a beef guy. Maybe David Keckner was beef guy. No, I'm pretty sure he was guns. He was I guns. thought. I, I don't know. Great movie. Yeah, it is a really good movie. Um, um, one but, of, you know, but, but to bring it back to best. the movie, though, I actually yeah. think this has been – I think all of this has to do with the movie because the argument that Andy and Steven and Gary, spoiler alert, make to the network – has everything to do with this weird, the thing at the heart of humanity, which is like the thing that might kill us is also the thing that makes us human, which is our desire for choice mm-hmm. and freedom and our capable, okay, our capability of being so stubborn, even in the face of our extinction. Yeah. Which is like, you know, not to get, well, I don't even consider this to be political, but like, you know, doing push-ups outside of a gym to protest the gym being closed for your own safety. <laughs> right. Doing, like, do, proving that you can do exercise without a gym, but to protest the gym being closed. Like, <laughs> what, what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you're getting, you're getting a pretty good core workout right then. Just doing, doing a set of 20 push-ups. You're working oh, my arms, God. Like the, the chest. Yeah. But yeah, but like, it's like that is... You know the 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 lay of the land. The scientists could say like, "Hey, we're literally just doing this because of a deadly virus that doesn't care about your political alignment or what state you live in." Right. It's you're we're we're closing this so that you don't catch the the virus and 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 die a lonely, sad death. And so and, the and well, more than anything, so the employees. Yes. Also that, of course. Yeah, yeah. When they're when they're doing that, they're basically saying, "Open the gym." Go back to work. I don't care that you get sick and die. I yes. want to work out. Um, you yeah, know. back in that Applebee's and make me my fried yeah. pickles yes. piece of shit. Freaking ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. People are monsters. Um, but yeah, anyway. and it goes, and and that is kind of a more aggressive. I would like to think that Andy Knightley, if he was living in this universe, would be like, oh, well, I guess we can't go out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, but. Yeah, it's we, we I think I think we tie it to our ego. We tie these choices to our ego. Yeah. Like like going back to Andy, it's not like, oh, like this would make me healthier, which would make me happier, but there is that kind of like, no, I'm not cuz like I don't want to be one of those kinds of people that go organic. Right. Exactly. And that yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like they've they they've associated their character with a certain lifestyle and changing that lifestyle to them would mean changing that character that they associate themselves with. Yeah. That identity that gives them direction or worth of like, I'm yeah. this kind of, I'm a man's man. Yeah. 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 I can't get over. I can't get over. Oh man's uh, 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 pocket square. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I don't know. I kind of, the yellow throws me off. Oh yeah. I like, I wish it were blue. 
But maybe that's just my personal preference. Is it? It's weird that it's a, it's a different color. Uh, than the rest of this too. No, I think the the pocket square is supposed to uh, be a different color. I think because okay. it's supposed to be like a pop of color. Like that's yes. the kind of the kind of the point of it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's the the argument like the other style of it, and probably the one that you're thinking of is that it would match the tie. But the problem mm-hmm. is he's matched his tie to his jacket and pants. Yes. Um, and so you you when in that case you would make the pocket square a different color. You want that? You want that pop? Yeah, that pop kind of, of what, color. Kind of what Andy's pink shirt is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Oman, though, uh, uh, there's a point later in this movie where um, Gary reveals that he's proud of Oliver that he he's never made it this far before. Um, you know, he got one par, one pub further than he did the original night. But here's the thing: he didn't really, because he didn't drink a pint at in in pub three. Oh no! So he didn't actually get any further. Not really. That's that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just I just realized that this is the first time that I've realized that wow. that like oh he made it one pub further because he didn't he skipped a pint. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he he ended up just getting just time is a flat circle, right? (laughs) Right. Um, I really love Gary's like borderline like Looney Tune like Daffy Duck, like running. Oh, the the little Three Stooges thing. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I find that interesting because again, Gary does Simon Pegg's Gary does really weird manic shit, um, and Mm -hmm. the young version of him doesn't appear to be like that. And so it's, it is very strange. I don't, I don't know what this is. I don't, I don't get it. Um, uh, and I, and I find it weird that he would be into the three stooges. He seems too young for that. Well, maybe just kind of, uh, it, well, it, it's interesting. Cause I, 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 I went to my, my brain went Daffy duck. Really? Yeah. When he would just be hopping up and down. That'd be oh. so interesting because he would go from, he would be so manic and buoyant, but then he could be so grumpy. He was such an elastic character because he could be the straight man and the source of chaos. Right, right. But you're right. Yeah, yeah that is also totally curly from, from Three Stooges. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I associate the sound with. I think that the hopping around and stuff is... is uh uh, I could I could see the Daffy Duck energy. It's got a Daffy Duck energy to it, mm-hmm. um, but the but the sound itself is is definitely a, uh, a curly well, three. Stooges well, here's the thing reference. about the Three Stooges. Yeah, is you had the Three Stooges. You know uh-huh. those black and white short films that Sam Raimi and your dad loved so much. You know, sure, sure. It's the Stooges, huh? Let them watch the Stooges. You know, but <laughs> right. then the Three Stooges also like a lot of entertainers back then were then like recycled and co-opted into like Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Like Jabberjaw, like Jabberjaw is basically curly. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. You're right. So like, it's very possible that he picked that up through cultural osmosis from like Jabberjaw Mm -hmm. or like, remember the one where they were superheroes? No, there was one in Hanna-Barbera cartoon where it was just the Three Stooges, but they had like a cape. They all had capes. Oh, weird. I don't know what that is. Somebody post about that in the group if you can find it, because I yeah. don't know that. Maybe I'll recognize it when I see it. I watched a I watched a video the other day and had like a the weirdest experience of like um so so Defunct Land, which is the the yeah. the channel that does um you know defunct theme park stuff, but they also do defunct TV where they did like this six part deep dive on Jim Henson, which was amazing. Um, and, but they, they recently came out with an episode about this, uh, this show called like Alice's adventures in wonderland or Alice in the early early nineties. I watched that one the other day. Yeah. I haven't thought about that show since I watched it in the early nineties and I started watching this episode and I, I I didn't know what it was. I was just like, Oh, okay. Some weird thing. So I, I turned it on and then they start showing clips from the show and it was like this part of my brain that I hadn't heard of and like that I haven't I haven't used in a really long time just like opened. It's yeah. like this it's like this crazy thing. I I've, I've never felt anything like that because I can't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have a lot of 
things, or at least maybe, maybe, maybe I do, and I just haven't had this experience as much yet. But um, I don't, I don't think there are a lot of shows that I've just completely forgotten existed um, right. that I watched as a kid, and this was one of them, and it was like mind-boggling. Like I, I oh, was yeah. like. I like my my I was just like I had like a dumbfounded look on my face the whole episode because I was like oh my god it's the show I remember this yeah I remember yeah, this you I mean memory is such a weird thing because you you think you remember your whole life yeah you're like yeah I, I remember that but then you know I've been talking to my parents a lot lately and we'll just get in conversation and someone will be like oh yeah do you remember when like you went on this train and I was like oh my god you're right I did oh or like I I did have that doctor when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and you're you're like, oh my God, there's whole chunks of your life that you just, you don't need, you know, that you aren't, they don't, you don't need to turn on that memory. Right. Um, That happened to me the other day when I was just, I don't know, I was watching this video where they were talking about like Uh Spider-Man and they went into like the Spider-Man game, like the PS1 game. And just like a scene from that, I was like, oh my God, I remember that. I haven't thought about that beating Scorpion in like 20 years, but you're right. Or like, or that happened here on the show when you found that movie trailer. Yeah. For uh, stepkids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, or yeah. The video I sent you about those manatees singing about. Oh my dog. God. That was one that, that, yeah. Wow. It happened to me like twice in like a week span basically because you yeah, sent I, me that manatees video. I since got this uh, video from like the early nineties, late eighties, L- early nineties. Yeah. Of these manatees just making a song, just begging you not to hit them with their boat. Yeah, and it was it was a it was a uh, a, a commercial or like I guess not a com- it wouldn't be called a commercial I don't know what that's called uh, but PSA. it's like PSA commercial um, that aired in South Florida in the nineties in the like early to mid nineties and it played all the time in almost every commercial break for any <laughs> show with for kids and uh, I hadn't thought of it really ever i mean you know it was a thing that i never really thought about other than like when it was actually like on tv mm-hmm. um and so i had thought of it and you know i mean easily 25 30 years um yeah. and uh i guess 25 years and uh 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 he sent me this commercial and i was like below because he knew that i probably had seen it i guess yeah um, i was like oh, oh florida south florida late 80s early 90s yeah that's yeah. probably that was there yeah, yeah, and so like it was, it it blew my mind. I I hadn't seen that commercial, that PSA in so long, and it was just like, yeah, it was just cemented into my brain somewhere because I had seen it so many goddamn times. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Uh, Leroy Jenkins turned fifteen today. Leroy Jenkins, remember Leroy Jenkins, that World of Warcraft video? Uh, no. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was it was kind of like the first. One of the first big like, oh, this video on the internet came out and everyone is talking about it. Ooh. It was like this World War camp raid and this one guy was like, Leroy Jenkins, and he like just fucks everyone by like running in and like ruining it. Oh. Um, okay. That's really surprising that you missed the, the, But I guess you were never like a big World of Warcraft dude. No, no. I, I probably saw that it was a World of Warcraft video and I was like, <laughs> okay, not for me. Not um, for this is. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I will sometimes. I will sometimes see something and just be like, "Oh, I'm not the target audience for this," and just not watch it, not waste my time. Well, um, I think a lot of people on the internet can learn from you in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, this is. Oh, I'm not. Oh, this isn't for me. Okay, I don't care about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I did, I did have that, uh, that, that, uh, uh, like, sort of. Uh, mini existential crisis uh the other day where i was like <laughs> i was like on twitter being like i think i watch movies differently than every literally everyone else and it's starting to freak me out oh yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. so what do you so so i mean like what do you what was that well, was that like was that it was like a rise of skywalker thing or i mean that was i i think that was part of it but it was something else too like it was somebody it was a bunch of rise of skywalker stuff in a row and then it was someone else saying uh some other movie was just like they just like were saying like oh yeah so like as we all know this bad movie and Mm -hmm. it was like a movie that i really loved and i was like what is wrong with me like why (laughs) don't i like why don't i not like the movies that everyone else doesn't like why do i always find things to like about them um and it it freaked me oh no it was um 
it was someone who was uh, uh, Spider-Man Minute, my 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 other show yeah. that I do. Um, in, in case you're not, you don't uh, listen to that one. Um, you should. It, we, it's uh, we did a, an episode about the Amazing Spider-Man trailers, and right. someone on the on the Spider-Man group was like, "Wow, you guys were were really unnecessarily harsh about this movie." Um, especially considering uh, you guys uh, claim to have loved Green Lantern in an episode. And I corrected him and was like, no, 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 I don't love Green Lantern. I said, we said that we didn't say that we love Green Lantern. We said that we, we appreciate its intention and mm-hmm. we felt that its heart was in the right place. It was the direction and, and, and the, 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 the really Execution. just the direction that really let it down. Um, because it's you know it looks weird and and the the effects are are not great right so it's like the direction and the effects let down and otherwise like if it had been directed by someone else and the the so the and the effects were better um, maybe like wear a real suit instead of a CG suit just for mm-hmm. example um, if if those things had been different. I think people would see would view that movie a lot differently, and that's all I uh, all I've said about the movie. It's like mm-hmm. it has a lot of flaws, but I appreciate it despite those flaws. Whereas Amazing Spider Man, I I consider those movies uh, the the very little heart that they do have. I don't think they put it in the right place, um, mm-hmm. and I and I think that those movies are um, uh, pretty much an unmitigated disaster. Um, both of them, because mm-hmm. I think that they're. Uh, the, the 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 story that they had to tell was uh, a dumb and and had has really little to nothing to do with Spider-Man um, as a character. Um, mm-hmm. So so that's that's what I said. And then this person was just like, uh, well, agree to disagree. Green Lantern's terrible. And I was just like, what is wrong with me? Like, why? Why am I? Why do I feel like I'm the only one who can see through the Matrix code at this thing? And the thing is, that's how I see it. But like to everyone else, I'm just a dumb guy who likes dumb movies and whose opinion is is invalidated by liking these dumb bad things. Um, and it well, bumps me out. It, it was just like true. it was like me just having like an existential crisis about like how I watch movies because apparently like no one else gives movies the benefit of the doubt. They just watch them and decide that they're good or bad, and um, that's it. Did you and ever? Did you ever watch? Bumps uh, me out. It freaks me out. I don't know. Well, what's that other film joy? series that isn't movies with mikey where, where, oh, where it's the group uh uh, uh, uh oh man the right? mystery box one deep dive deep dive yeah yeah there's a really good deep dive about green lantern yes yes there is it's excellent it was yeah. like I, I felt extremely i consistently feel extremely validated by that show um i love deep dive i think I think that show is incredible. Um, but the thing is, you go to the comments and it's the same stuff. It's like, what are you? T- did you watch the same movie that I watched? This movie is oh, garbage. See, that's the key. I watch all my YouTube videos on my TV. Yeah, yeah. No, so do I. But I was just curious. So I yeah, went sure. I, I went of to course. go see. I Because like, I needed that extra validation to know that they, are also, uh, they also go through the same shit that I do um, with my weird opinions of movies. Yeah. Um, like, oh, this sucks giving things the benefit of benefit of the doubt and uh, seeing through intention uh, or, or seeing sure. the difference between intention and execution. Um, yeah, and, I, I, yeah. I think that's why, I think that's why you find or why we find uh, Dave Filoni to be such an inspiring storyteller. Uh-huh. In that he was able to, again, kind of see through the matrix code and see something like the Phantom Menace. And in the, in the nineties, in the early two thousands, be like, you know, there's something there that I find really compelling. Yeah. Even though it's not cool to think that, even though we were square and like, I even hate saying this, but George Lucas raped my childhood, like that mode right. of right, fandom right. of like, no, I think there's something in here. And just because it came out a little wonky, I think that what George is trying to say is really cool and finding the worth in that and using it to create some of the best parts of the of the saga i think you know yeah and captain rex and i don't know every time i watch a clone wars episode where they're like the trade routes i'm like oh cool he even kept the trade routes that's kind of cool that he did (laughs) right yeah (laughs) okay we're getting rid of all this we don't need this it sucks (laughs) right um yeah and i i mean i think that's part of the thing with this movie right it's like this is my favorite cornetto movie and everyone thinks i'm crazy like everyone I like I was told once that like not only am I wrong, but I'm stupid for thinking that. Um 
that well, like that yeah. that like 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 no like the world's end is a perfectly fine movie but it's nowhere near the masterpieces that are Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz um that's a ridiculous opinion to have and you should stop talking about that out loud like that's the level of of animosity that i often get based on my opinions <laughs> of movies <laughs> of Which just is- like like you like no you sound stupider for having that opinion stop just stop like it's weird um yeah that is and i think it goes back to kind of what we were talking about with andy which is like people tying their ego or their identity to whether or not you like this piece of entertainment that was created yeah you know and i think there's a good way you know like i i i think you know to go back to rise of skywalker i guess for some reason just because it does seem to still be in the conversation right is like i've read such great writing about why that movie didn't work and also why it did work. And I don't think those two can invalidate each other. Like sure. I think, are, I think, I think yeah. the difference though is, is in my estimation, I, I literally, I really do believe that the people who do not like rise of Skywalker do not like it because they came to it wanting a sequel to the last Jedi instead of what it actually is, which is, the conclusion to a nine film saga. Right. Yeah. I think that's the difference is like, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, um, it had a job to do and the job that it had to do was to wrap up the whole series, not just be a sequel to the last Jedi. If it had just been a sequel to the last Jedi, it would have been completely unsatisfying as a concluding chapter to the series. And I think history is going to prove that correct. Eventually. I think it's going to take time the Mm. way that people hated return of the Jedi when it came out and it took time for people to just sort of accept it as part of star Wars canon. I think it's going to be the same thing with the rise of Skywalker. It's going to take a while. Um, it, you know, probably 10, 15 years, you know, but eventually in the way that the prequels also have just become part of star Wars canon. And it's just, you just sort of accept them as a thing that happened in star Wars that's also what's going to happen with Rise of Skywalker and I think eventually all of the all of the story of the six movies are all just sort of going to get whirled together and everyone is going to kind of see the bigger picture eventually yeah but, kind of have their own individual favorites for whatever reason I mean some people yeah. enjoy Revenge of the some people are some people's favorite is Attack of the Clones I think that's like the worst sure yeah yeah um i mean yeah i mean some people really love revenge of the sith i i think it's my least favorite prequel um and and people will they'll they'll say they'll cite of revenge of the sith as like their second or third favorite star wars movie um and and i can't i can't get behind that because i just yeah i just can't but but uh i don't say that like their opinion means nothing (laughs) like it's it's uh a, a weird thing to have um where like, you know, people just like find their little clans of, of right. opinions and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, these people share my opinions. I mean, I guess I'm doing the same thing with deep dive to a certain extent. Right. Um, well, it's, it's like it, you it, want it's, that it's, you want yeah. that validation, I guess. But yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I, I mean, I watch deep dive. I watched that episode of deep dive being like, oh, yeah, I remember Green Lantern. I watched that after watching Tree of Life with my friend. We like went our separate ways. I watched Tree of Life by myself, got my shit rocked. Yeah. To a degree that I'm still recovering from. And then sure. I had to sit down and watch Green Lantern. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> what am I watching? This but is then wa- cinema. Yeah. But then watching the deep dive episode, I was like, oh, like, yeah, that is a cool moment between Hal Jordan and his nephew. Or, oh, yeah, it is kind of cool that he, he turns his first thing that he does is he, he makes a race car like the one that he was playing with his nephew. Yeah. And like, okay, yeah, like you can't. I guess I get a little peeved when we assume that filmmakers like don't give a shit. I'm not saying that never happens. Right. That there's no such thing as like a movie made for hire where no one in the in the movie is caring. But I always get a little miffed when people are like, Oh, it's a bummer to watch like the behind the scenes footage and be like, Oh, nothing you're doing is worth it because the movie that you made I didn't like. And I'm like, I don't know, but they had a pretty good time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because it, it's always it's always really bummed me out the way that Ryan Reynolds like shits on Green Lantern. Yeah, when when really like, it's like, dude, you made that movie with everyone else. Like, 
you don't get to say that the movie was bad and you had nothing to do with why it was so bad. Like you were there every day. You were there. Um, and you I collected allow- that paycheck and you, you were there on the talk show scene and all of that. Like you, you were there, you were part of it. You were part of the team. So like, I'm sorry, but like, you don't get to now like join the bully crowd and say that it was bad. Like you don't get to do that. You know, and because even when Ryan Reynolds does it, it's sort of through the with the veneer of like, I know, right? I'm I was in a piece of shit, like yeah. kind of like it's self deprecating. Right. What ticks me off is when like James Corden and Rebel Wilson will go on stage at the oh, Oscars yeah. and just shit on the like overworked, underpaid, quickly to be laid off digital animators. Yes. Yes. You know, as if that's the reason that movie sucked, not Rebel Wilson's shitty improv. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, that's and that's always been the uphill battle for me with this movie is like, you know, other than you, and I guess <laughs> like film crit Hulk, right? I can't think of another person who loves this movie as much as I do. Um, and it's, and it's like, it doesn't, and I mean, I guess, you know, that's what makes it my favorite movie is like, it is, it really is just mine. (laughs) Like it feels that way. Right. Cause even, even this is my favorite movie, but uh, you know, even though I know that you see what I see in it and I know that film crit Hulk sees what I see in it, I don't think either of you would call this your favorite movie. And, and so like, I'm still alone in that camp, but I don't know um, what my favorite movie is. Yeah, I don't know. I, you might be one of those guys that just doesn't have one. Um, you know, yeah, I love a lot of I love a lot of stuff a lot, but I don't really know like what is like the tippity top of Big Fence Cock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I've had like you know I had name tag movies back when I worked at ArcLight, but I never even then I was like I, I'll, I'll pick I'll pick the Brothers Bloom because that's one of my favorite movies. I guess yeah. I guess the Brothers Bloom kind of falls into that because I'm like no, this is my favorite Ryan Johnson movie. Yeah, I I do feel like um it's also mine though. So, you know. I don't I, know. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that statement. I think it just fits I, my aesthetic and my taste and Yeah. Like- I would say that's definitely the movie that I associate you most with. Oh. Yeah. Um like like I think of <laughs> when I when I think of you and I think of like if I were to if, if somebody were to ask me what is Nick's favorite movie, I probably mm-hmm. would would say probably the Brothers Bloom. <laughs> you know, like I don't I don't yeah. know, but uh like for sure, but that's prob- that's yeah. what I would have said. Um cuz like you know like sometimes those Twitter things will go around of like, you know, pick a favorite movie and I'm like, what the fuck? Or like pick your the movie the moment that blew your mind away. I'm always like, wow, like the moment. So many. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm really into there's this really great scene where um the the other musketeers are just enjoying each other's comp they're kind of doing what Gary wanted them to be doing. Yeah. They're just commiserating, they're laughing, they're eating fries, they're drinking pints, but Gary can't look away from the the youths. Yeah. That are just having another day. Right, right. Because that's what he misses. Pl- yeah, he what he actually misses is the time lost. Right, right. And it's um, a bummer. I do love. He, he, I I do love please. this transition though. I just want to talk about that real quick. Oh that, yeah, definitely. that that transition from the empty glasses to the to the pints um, mm-hmm, with the fries. Yeah, it's great. yeah with the fries. Oh, so good. Uh, and and I also love. Bar. I also love the association with cigarettes and French fries. Yeah, <laughs> because of the conversation we just had about like healthy and unhealthy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. That, like yeah, that. that's really good. Really good. I don't know if that's just yeah, good storytelling. Yeah, with yeah. the camera. I am, uh, I am shocked though that they got the table that they got. That feels like <laughs> the most coveted table in this whole pub, right? And they managed to get it. I wonder how long they were waiting for a table because this place seems busy. I'm waiting for the movie. Or the sitcom that lets that be part of the experience. The, uh, the waiting for a table? Yeah, the waiting 45 minutes for a table. Well, there was that whole episode of Seinfeld. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, um, but. Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. Yes. <laughs> in- but, uh, indeed. Um, I don't know, it's like How I Met Your Mother, how they, all, they always got that same booth. And. Uh, 
right. O'Flanagan's or whatever their bar was called. Right. I feel like at that point, it was just because everyone, ever, anyone else who came in there was afraid to sit there. Although even then, I think there was one episode where they came in and there were people at the booth and they didn't know what to do with themselves. Oh, um, yeah. I feel like that was an episode of, of How I Met Your Mother and they had to go sit somewhere else and they felt weird about it. Um, and, to, and then one of them finally went over there and just like asked to switch tables with the people and the people were like, what are you talking about? I feel like that. I, I remember that if it wasn't how I no, met yeah. your mother, it was another show, but I feel I like it was, it was how I met mother. your mother. Yeah. Um, I like that show. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Um, Lapse giving. <laughs> uh, that's a show that you could, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you can't what, do, now, but because of the, do, do, all the, do you like a minute podcast? Well, no, no, no. I was going to say that's a show that you could do um, a uh, 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 like a reunion special oh, right. or whatever. Yeah, where they're all on Zoom. Yeah, we are all on Zoom or, or whatever. Um, I, I feel like you the could... flash forwards take when they would be wearing like old age makeup. It would be like like twenty twenty five or something. Yeah, it was something like that. It was it was in the twenty twenties, but it wasn't twenty twenty. It was mm-hmm. later. So yeah, I think you could theoretically. It's going to be interesting when we get to the. You know how in Back to the Future they'll show like this is what we thought Michael J. Fox and Leah Thompson would look like when they were in their like early sixties. Yeah, yeah, and they were wrong because not, not they they basically just look the same as they do now. <laughs> they sure. did then. They don't look that much different. Leah Thompson looks amazing, um, and honestly, Crispin Glover looks pretty great too. Yeah, could be Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, well, Christopher oh, Lloyd, I, can, I think they kind of did a bang up job. Honestly, I think sure, yeah, he's <laughs> he looks pretty spot on. He's got more facial hair, but other than that, yeah. pretty spot on. They kind of did. They kind of did him like they did uh, uh, Christopher Plummer and Exorcist. Yeah, where it's like now you can believe like is Christopher Lloyd is two hundred years old, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that still freaks me out. Um remembering that uh christopher Plummer was not actually as old as he as he was yeah. portraying in exorcist um that still freaks me out yeah mm-hmm. it's a really good old age makeup um anyway uh yeah so they talk about this uh this time uh on new year's eve 1989 to 1990 where yeah. andy fell asleep on the pool table for six hours <laughs> Um, and, uh, and then, and then when they woke up, they told him that, uh, he, he had been asleep for a year and it was 1991, <laughs> which is, this is a really funny gag, but I feel bad for young Andy. Oh, that's great. That is a hundred percent what like friends do to each other. Uh-huh. It's really good. Um, I also looked up what a flaming Sambuca was. Have you ever had a flaming Sambuca? I have not. Okay, so so he uh, he says uh, that he he thanks Flaming Sambuca for uh, allowing him to fall asleep on the table for six hours, um, and so I looked up a Flaming Sambuca, and uh, apparently I've never had one either, um, and uh, apparently I never will because um, it is essentially a uh, a, a liqueur that mm-hmm. is flavored with uh, anise. Which is um, the um, the uh, uh, the sort of um, uh, like flavoring from um, licorice? Uh, so it's what they use in uh, like Jaeger and uh, stuff it. like that. And I'm it is um, the 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 licorice flavor to me uh, is the worst flavor known to man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is absolutely positively revolting. Um, right. And uh, and yeah, so it's a it's a shot of a uh, liqueur made from that licorice flavor, and mm-hmm. uh, it is set on fire. And then you cup your hand over it to turn the fire off, and then w- you lift it up all the way to your face. You take your hand off, breathe in the smoke, and then take the shot. That's how. Oh, it works. interesting. Yeah. So I assume it like it sort of like gives you a um a uh, sort of like high sensation in sure. in terms of like um uh like like a whippets kind of high you know yeah. like the the thing that it's like it's just like a quick buzz and then then it's done you know mm-hmm. one of those um but uh, yeah, I can see I can see why doing a few of those would make you pass out yeah yeah for sure um 
Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big liqueur. I'm not a big licorice flavored. I mean, I love red vines. I love uh, that's not licorice flavor though. Okay, I like uh, what, licorice what is uh, like specifically black licorice. That flavor, like oh, the black jelly bean. Yeah, yeah, the worst. Yeah, yeah the worst. It's terrible. <laughs> Green terrible. I don't know how any of you eat it. Um, horrible. Yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. Like, yeah, it's like you can't understand how someone can stomach black licorice, but some people. I've, I've never met anyone who was like, "Oh, hell yeah, black licorice." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom lo- likes it, um, and she would uh, play tricks on me as a kid by telling me something that wasn't black licorice flavored, and then it was, and I would want to like throw up, and she thought it was the funniest thing. Damn. <laughs> thanks, thanks, mom. Let's <laughs> unpack that for a little bit. Yeah, she would play tricks on her son. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I hate. I really, I really don't like black licorice. Um, yeah. I mean, it's sort of. I guess it's it's the equivalent to like I love Hawaiian pizza, and then like people are like, "Ugh, pineapple on pizza, right. it's vile." And I and I and I I was like, okay. I mean, you know, it's it it sucks because like I I I think that the flavors in a Hawaiian pizza are like just like the perfect mixture of flavors. Like I just yeah. I love I love it. I absolutely adore it. Um, and then the fact that there are people out there who can't enjoy what I'm enjoying bums me out. Uh, but I, I also think I can understand it. I think I could, I could view the flavor profile as almost tasting like, I mean, this is, this is so weird, but like I could, I could, I think I could view if you had a slightly different palate, I think I could view, uh, a Hawaiian pizza flavor as tasting like vomit. That sort of consistency. That gooey, well, well, it's like the, it's the, it's the acidic flavor of the tomatoes mixed with the sweet flavor of the pineapple. And I think to some people that sort of flavor combination almost tastes like bile, you know? Yeah. Like I can't get into, I can't get into Bloody Marys. Oh, see, there you go. I love Bloody Marys. Yeah. Something about the soupiness of it. I'm like, that's not how alcohol is supposed to drink or taste. <laughs> yeah. Or Sure. But then I like I like Bloody Marys, but then I was sort of like raised on drinking tomato juice weirdly right. when I was on flights. My grandma would always get me a tomato juice like on on flights cuz oh, she used to fly with me when I would uh go to visit my uh my my uh dad for the summer. She would like come mm-hmm. fly to wherever I was, pick me up and then fly back with me. Um and uh every time we were on a flight, I would get a tomato juice and I still do that. Even to this day, I yeah. will. If I'm on a flight and they're like, "What do you want to drink?" I get a tomato juice. Yeah, like um, maybe people who didn't like Rise of Skywalker just straight up fucking hate their grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, different tastes. Put on uh, the robe and be like grandpa. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't even. I can't even <laughs> describe the flavor profile of licorice. Um. Yeah, it's just medicine, kind of medicine-y. Yeah, it's medicine-y. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's like a dirt flavor to it to me. Um, uh, it tastes like it tastes like dry eraser smell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of vaguely alcoholic. Like yeah, yeah, chemically, chemically. Yeah, I don't know. Um, not into it. Uh, no. Anyway, we covered a lot of ground today. We did. We covered a lot of ground yesterday. It's another hour-long episode. <laughs> it's going to be a deep dive of a week, folks. Oh, welcome. We didn't even get, a, get to really talk about the cross hands, but we'll do that. We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Yeah, we definitely we're do. In this bar for more longer than a minute. We're in this bar for like four weeks, I think. <laughs> we're in this bar for a long time because uh, the whole fight happens and the whole post fight happens that's true that's true um, okay yeah settle in guys yeah settle in we're in the cross hands for a long time this is day one of i think about four weeks so um man anyway it's like when we were in uh, it's like in back to the future too when we were in biff's like depressing like bungalow for like a month oh yeah well except i, I actually like the cross hands i mean we'll talk about it tomorrow but i i do i do like this pub um yeah. anyway uh duelinggenre.com slash amazon uh yeah, yeah. go there Buy some stuff if uh, if you're in the need for Book some market. stuff that 
Amazon has. Yeah, just bookmark duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. So you can go there every time you shop and you just shop as you normally do. You buy your stuff as you normally do. It doesn't cost you anything to help us out. But uh, because we sent you their way, Amazon kicks us back um, some money and, and we use it to to buy new stuff like uh, like Nick's new microphone that he's talking through yeah. this week. Notice how my audio quality is, uh, is uh, tip top. Yeah, tip top. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, and we will be back tomorrow uh, for minute 33. But for now, that's better. What you do to me, 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 what you do to me. What you do to me What you do to me What you do